Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Teenagers and at- well, no, no. Welcome to Teenagers <laughs> with Attitude, where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters in space. That's right, in space. We're in space, we're in space today. That's why. Uh, that's why Eric, I. Please dub. Please dub over every single time we say in space with the clip of in space from the theme song. Eric, you can Please do don't that. Do if, that. <laughs> you can do that if you want. I give you the permission. It will be horrible and it will take you forever. But if you think that's funny, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hey, geeks and gamers, who's ready for some knee-slapping references to Portal Two? <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! I'm, I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. That was the other thing people quoted constantly, other than the the cake joke. Well, the cake um, was from Portal One, is the thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, I forgot. Uh, we've also got Emily. Hi. We've got Fabby. Hi. Uh, I was reading. Uh, I was listening because I don't know how to read. I was listening to an audiobook, a lesbian audiobook, and they referenced uh, The Last Guardian. Uh, and I don't know, I thought that was funny, especially because you mentioned Portal 2. I don't know how to be funny in these anymore. <laughs> you, we <laughs> if had a break. You, you have, um, you, you've, you need, you had some, you need to stretch your legs. We haven't, re- comedy bombs. I haven't recorded since, like, the first week of December, or at least recorded TWA, so... Fabby Rusty. That's fine. I haven't recorded either. I, I, for some reason, I thought The Last Guardian was the movie with all the holiday creatures as a superhero <laughs> team. But that's no, that's m- Rice of the Guardians. That, that's, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I got confused. I'm sorry. Listen, it's understandable. The Gart. The Guardian franchise is confusing. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the Owl movie called? That one's Guardians of Gahul. No, that's uh, no, it's Guardian something Owls of Gahul. That's the subtitle. Let me Gahul. look this up. Legend okay. of the Guardians, I think. 
People should stop I, using that word in their titles. Yeah, it's what I the think. Guardians. Is is <laughs> Knuckles still allowed to be a guardian, Zach? Yeah, he no. can be one. That's fine. He's, but he he's <laughs> specifically the guardian of the Master Emerald, and you have to use the full title, otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah, he, that's fine. Yes, he can be, but only if Rocket Raccoon is also not appearing. Otherwise, it's just confusing. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Raccoons and echidnas are the exact same animal. It's true. Of course. <laughs> and that's right. If you haven't figured it out, that other voice is Lexi. Yay. Hi, Yay. Idolon Rocks Lexi here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank oh, you for God. guessing. Yeah, happy to be here. So what's the show We're- about? Uh, what, what's your history with Power Rangers? <laughs> okay, I, we we made all these jokes the last time I was on the show. Um. <laughs> so here's 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 the thing. Uh, Lexi uh, missed uh, when we did all of Power Rangers Turbo. Uh, so actually, instead of doing in space, we've decided to just do Turbo again first. So mm-hmm. everybody, uh, pull up Turbo Power Rangers movie. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna oh, do no. about the first thirty oh, minutes. No. Here we go. We're gonna do no. what they. We're going to do what they did for uh, the 20th anniversary and just remix Turbo, but with, like, bad special effects on top of everything. I was going to say, have you heard about Endless 8? We're going to do that for eight years, just of Turbo. <laughs> eight years uh, of Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now gonna... that's the worst idea of all time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We beat you. Sorry, uh, New Zealanders. But, yeah, I, I am excited <laughs> to have you back. Um, I know that you hated Turbo, and we were really excited about it, and that made it worse for you. I will admit uh, to everyone that Turbo, I really liked at the beginning, and then I liked it less as we continued on, and then I felt like it ended pretty strongly. It but, had a strong ending. Yeah, but um, I'll I'm say glad it's... The, good. the one episode of, like post-reset Turbo, and obviously this episode, uh, I think the new cast is decent. The cast is good. I love the new cast. I like like these Rangers a lot more than... uh, Like, don't get me wrong. I love the... um, I love the old crew, but it was very clear by the start of Turbo that the writers no longer had anything for them to do, and none of them seemed super into being there anymore. Most of the Zeo crew yeah. wanted to be gone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it was yeah. definitely time for a change, and I I like the like the people they swapped out. So good yeah, on that, them. That, that's the thing we came back to again and again. There are things to mm-hmm. like about the first half of Turbo, uh, especially what Adam, Tanya, and the sub crew are up to. But like the the power transfer is a huge shot in the arm for the. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, for that's the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the pizza episode, a masterpiece. Well, the we already pizza talked ep- about that. Episode's yeah. great. Uh, and so we are moving on to In Space today. Um, I'm very excited about it. But before we talk about that, mm-hmm. there is something that we have to do. Uh, it's in it's it's in the in the law in the Constitution of uh, Teenagers' Attitude now. Yeah, it's in the contract. Uh, the 18th Amendment. Fabi made me sign with my own blood, and mm-hmm. also she made me use like a lot, which seemed excessive. I thought you just a fine. little. You were fine. We had sandwiches after. It was okay. Bad. Yeah, I had, there were lots of sugar. We went cookies. to Margaritaville afterwards. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so uh, yeah, Fabi, it is time for the mm-hmm. Blaze Ball Minute. I am setting mm-hmm. uh, the the clock, and here we go. Yes. Fabi's Blazeball Bonanza. Okay, so for this week, Blazeball still is not back. 
So, uh, my girlfriend uh, has gotten into baseball because of me, and she got a really po- good poster, and we're about to move in together, and I know she started listening to this podcast, and I love you a lot. I yield my time. Oh, there you oh, go. Cool. That's cute. A quick, a quick minute, <laughs> and also very sweet. Nothing has happened in baseball since, like, September, so <laughs> yeah. I figure I use my time wisely. Perfect. Now, uh, now, Zach, I know we've got a lot to discuss with uh, the episode coming up, uh, but have you had time to prepare anything for the Tierback, uh, Turbo, <laughs> to bore fat new spacey Omnimal? God damn it. <laughs> so, no. And uh, I will do this segment, but I refuse to say it until I have content for it. No. So, Zach, do you refuse to say it or are you incapable of saying it? Both. Those, both because I've heard you try to true. pronounce normal English words before. <laughs> it's, I'm not very I mean, good at I, it. I uh, made yeah. it up, but I struggled a second ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, I, well, for some reason I kept struggling over the like the very beginning. I had trouble saying turbo for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, it's the it's Taborfak New Space Omnimal. I'll get it. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> you were doing that thing where you like try to preload the jump. And because yeah. you were so like focused on that, you just fucked up the very yeah. first. Syllable. I said it just fine toward the end of last season when I revealed it, but like, yeah, I'm I'm beefing it now. You got the better part of a year to catch back up. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah, before I make it even worse. Yeah, no, I don't have any news I today. Feel like, so, good. I feel like when they kind of re- well, they don't reset the continuity, but when they make a clean break from the continuity, that's a good chance for you to make a clean break from this. No. Uh, I don't. still need to try and shove the word galaxy yeah. in there somewhere, and I don't know where it's going to go yet. I've got time to figure it out, but I don't know. This us, like, 25 years later, it's just like, it takes a full five minutes to say the name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. At that point, I'm going to have, like, a spreadsheet. That's That said, we are going to talk a little bit about Power Rangers in space and sort of the, uh, you know, the... the the status of Power Rangers as a franchise as we go into in space. Uh, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but I thought it was worth uh, taking a minute to, to mention it. Basically, uh, Turbo, the first half of Turbo had really, really bad ratings. Like Power Rangers was not doing well. Um, they were Can't concerned. Why. Yeah, they were concerned that uh, the show was was dying. Um, and then they turned it around with the, the team transfer, uh, ratings went back up. They were granted another season, uh, and they were very excited about it. Um, the problem is that they were given some footage of, uh, of Mega Ranger, which I'll talk about in a second, that was sort of out of, from what I understand was kind of out of context. It, they didn't have like a full episode to watch or if they did, they just don't, you know, they didn't speak Japanese. So they didn't know what was going on, but they only had access to the mega ranger uh, context Twitter account. Yes, and exactly. Made a lot of problems. <laughs> and so they, uh, they watched Shabon it. had a weird habit of acquiring Japanese footage without a script of the translation, apparently. Yes. Because I think Samurai Pizza Cats was somewhere around this time. Yes. And, and they... Yeah, listen, if there's one defining thing about him, Saban, that we have learned over these past few years, it's that he didn't really give a shit. No, not not very much. He, he wanted oh, I was you to way know off that... on the timing. Samurai Pizza Cats was before Power Rangers. My bad. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. 
So he, so Judd Lynn, who was the series director at the time, uh, saw it and he was like, oh shit, spaceships. And, uh, you know, we've for a long time said that all these villains come from space and, and we can finally go to space and have a big space war with all the different bad guys. Uh, because the footage that they had showed, you know, spaceships and, and stuff like that. Um, and so they, they wrote an outline. Uh, you know, they didn't have the episodes written, but they, they kind of got their idea of what they wanted to do. Um, they got the rest of the footage and then Mega Ranger is not a space themed Sentai. Their, their space, their, um, Megazord is a spaceship, but it is a device and video game themed Sentai. Well, it's like, it's like digital stuff. Yes. They, they don't. They Electronics. don't go to space, really. Like, they do go to space to get in their spaceship Zord, but that's it, really. And so... Man, considering how much energy has to be expended to leave atmosphere, that seems like a really <laughs> inefficient Zord it's setup. very, It's very funny because many, many years later... Uh, oh, man, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on the name. The show that eventually became Beast Morphers. Um, uh, oh, I can't remember it. Yes, thank you, GoBusters. Like the uh, whole or Beasties in Canada. <laughs> yes, Beasties in Canada. Uh, the entire <laughs> thank you, <Lexi>. like <laughs> the whole long-term plot of that show is that it's very hard to power the robot, and so it's very funny that that back here they were just like, yeah, we just go up into space, like because it's cool, I guess. <laughs> Like, don't yeah, worry like about how, it. It's like how in the 80s we were burning oil for fucking everything. And yeah, exactly. Um, but so so they didn't they didn't have space footage to work with. And it is kind of funny. They saw like, I, I guess like 10 minutes of footage like, oh, it's a Star Trek season. We can work with that. And psych, it's Tron actually. Right. So, so <laughs> instead of, instead of um, you know, and they got another season, but it they were basically told like, this is probably the last one they were given from what I understand, either like the same amount or slightly less as they had for turbo. The budget was not, not there to make, you know, a uh, new purpose, like spaceship footage. They, they for sure did not have the money for that. Um, but basically they decided, well, we think this is going to be the last season. We want to wrap up all these storylines, so we're going to do it. We're going to do Power Rangers in space. Nothing can stop us. And so that's that's what leads into what we're going to see today. And I honestly, I I don't, you know, I, I don't remember the specifics, but I know I, re I remember really liking Power Rangers in space. People really love it in the fandom. Um and I think that it's it's highly regarded. And also, you can for sure tell they didn't have the money to do what they wanted to do exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that as we get to it. Uh, before we start the episode, I wanted to talk briefly about Mega Ranger. So, as I said, it is a uh, device and video game theme Sentai. And if I someone said this earlier, I can't remember if it was Emily or a guest. Who compared it to the last Starfighter movie? That was me. Okay, I've seen Fabi. the first episode. Yeah. Uh, and that was the one thing that remained in my brain. You weren't kidding. It's that exact mm -hmm. plot. Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a student, a high school student named Kenta, uh, is the champion of a video game called Mega Ranger. Uh, mm -hmm. And he gets recruited 
by a top. By he's way, not. Uh, he, he, like, I've, game... I've seen the episode. He's not really the champion. He's <laughs> oh, he's good at it. Okay, it, fair enough. It, 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 he's they're like like it's really funny. There's an arcade scene where this like this like teen comes and is like bullying all these little tiny children, saying, "If I beat you, you can never come to this arcade again." And then Kenta shows up and he's like, "Nah." I'm going to challenge you. And then he like kicks his ass. And then a scientist is like, we want to recruit you for this thing. (laughs) No, but it's implied. I'm pretty sure it's implied or said that like, that's his game. Like he's the best in the arcade. I mean, like, I I mean, like, I just mean like, they probably have from the data that he's the champion, but he's not, he Mm. didn't go to like a competition and like win. He doesn't have a trophy. He's just very good at it. Uh, I I I just assume he got the highest score in arcade mode. It's a fighting (laughs) game, by the way. We haven't said that. It's a a fighting fighting game game with the Rangers. And it's like 3D holograms, but it's just like footage of people. Cause, so yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I like it. I like it's it. very like virtual on, but fighting it. I don't know. Yeah. So he is. Uh, he is essentially recruited into a a, a, a organization called Inet. I N E T. Yes, only because they offer him food. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and he is told essentially. Oh, I'm sorry. There are four other students from the the digital research club at the high school, Moriboshi uh, High School, who show up at the company at the same time, uh, investigating some mysterious research that's being done there. And while they're all there, uh, some dimensional aliens show up uh, to blow up Inet, and uh, the chief of Inet is like, actually. Mega Range is not a video game. It's a combat simulator. Uh, we're trying to find recruits to become a super fighting team. And here you go. Some Here's these digitizers. And it's kind of a... It's also a little VR Troopers, basically. Yeah. Um, so what you're they, saying is it's a knockoff of Ernest Klein's Armada. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, uh, and one thing I want to say to just add in, uh, because I'm not doing the Mega Ranger station, I'm not going into full details... Uh, the the other kids prove themselves because they're trying to like break a lock and they're like oh we can hack the lock and the guy's like you can't do that this is a state of the art thing and they kind of like take apart all the devices they have on them and are able to like pick the lock and that's how he's able to be like these kids could do it kind of thing right because they didn't do the game right only kenta does all right fair enough i also uh Wanted to point out that uh, the, I don't know if this is stressed in the episode because I haven't seen it, but in the uh, entry on uh, Ranger Wiki, it says that they they must enter the code three three five on yes, their they digitizers. Do. They do that in space too. Yeah, three well, three five. So I know they do that, but it's just funny to me that like, what if it's a thing you wear on your wrist? Does it need to have? A secret code? Are there other codes you he has to do other phone. things? Yes, Someone's Zach. Really like a secret code that says it out loud <laughs> while you're doing it. Yes, Zach, there are other codes that do other things. If you would have oh. bought the uh, toy replica of the Ooh. communicator <laughs> thing, you would have seen the little uh, guide in there that told you the different numbers you could hit to get different voice commands and stuff. Ooh, fancy. Do you have one? No, uh, my cousin did, and I was extremely jealous. Nice, very cool. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of the the overview of uh, of Mega Ranger, and we will be checking into the Mega Ranger station here and there. Uh, but with that, let's talk about episode one of Power Rangers in Space from Out of Nowhere, Part One. Uh, and can I just we- say before we yes. start, 
Um, I, basically, since this podcast started, this is what I've been waiting for because this was my Power Rangers. I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers when like Mighty Morphin was on, but this came out when I was ten years old and in my eyes old enough to decide what I watch on TV. <laughs> Fair. So I was watching this when it aired. Um. And uh, let's just say I imprinted on a lot of things and leave it at yeah. that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it it's opens, cold open. No, uh, we don't start with the theme song. Yeah, I'd um, say it's cold open there. Like, I don't think there's any atmosphere there. They're just in outer space. That's actually a good question. Where are they? Cause out of space. Like a random satellite? Oh, wait, didn't they say where they were going on the, in, the, in the finale? They're like, oh, it's go to planet. It's a Sumerian planet. Sumerian yeah. planet, yeah. I guess, but so this planet... So basically, we're... It's like the moon. Yeah, yeah there's I, a big I think, party. I, I can't remember. I think it's not until part two, but like they do confirm that this is where it was. Like Andros okay. says it. Andros's enemy is my enemy. There's a big party of uh, lots of different... Uh, did you call him Andros? What's his name? <laughs> it's Andros, which Isn't I understand. Really that different? Like, who cares? Well, I'm really <laughs> laughing at the the uh, comparison to the fucking monkey head with hands from Star Fox. Exactly. I mean, it's it's not, not, it, they're, they're pretty much the same thing. It's here's, not here's, here's the thing, Zach. I understand that his name is not actually Andros, but it's what I'm going to call him. That's fine. It's not that it's actually that different of a pronunciation. It's just that the monkey man from Star Star Fox is called Andros, so it's all of yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I, I I'm well aware. Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody, I please. Star Fox Adventures. I love you, Michael. Somebody, please give us a uh, Photoshop of Andros, just his head and hands, like. In floating in space, please. Uh, I guess we'll surely I, someone's done I, I that. I just right? want to point out that Michael said I played Star Fox Adventures. You know, not the game, the other Star Fox <laughs> games. That's the game he went to, and that's why I love Michael. Honestly, that checks out for Michael because he always has like the, the sideways entry to to whatever <laughs> franchise it is. Um, but in any case, yeah. I mean, my first common writer was fucking Ghost. Apparently, yeah. I'm a lunatic. <laughs> I, I like I like ghosts a lot. So anyway, we are at a planet with uh uh oh. By the way, if you don't know, Andros is the Red Ranger in this season. In case that whole tangent was completely incomprehensible You're for like, you, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> there you go. Um, so and Andros is the new Tommy who's uh, going to take over as Red Ranger because you know yes. TJ he got half a season and that's well. too long. Also, he has long hair, which means he's got to be the Red Ranger. That's how it works, I guess. I'm so pissed. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. miss Big Kimbo, Red Red Ranger. He's still yeah. around. Now, to be fair, yeah. I don't think Andros is exactly smart. Yeah. No, but, yeah. but like... TJ was a himbo. Yeah, we 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 switched uh we switched himbo uh ranger for bimbo red ranger. Yeah, like he <laughs> he was kind, big, and not very bright. Uh, he also has a boyfriend who plays baseball with him. This is canon. Here's the weird thing: at least at least in this opening two parter, TJ is still functionally the leader of the team. Yeah. Yes. Uh. According to the uh, Instagram chart, I saw that uh, arranges uh, himbos and bimbos on uh, a Punnett Square 
uh, by hunky slash pretty. I believe uh, Andros is a him bim, which is a a pretty male bimbo, basically, is the idea. Uh, So What, what is a bobo? No, it's a herbo, which is like Xena. So she's hunky and dumb <laughs> and a lady. Get I it? see. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I think all of this could be decomplicated by just getting gender out of the bimbo. True. Yeah. True. I agree. We could, yeah. Yeah, Everyone's enough. a dembo. Yeah, there you go. Dembos. Uh, dembo writes, moving on. We are at a big <laughs> party of lots of villains. Um, we've got Rita and Zed. We've got um, Divatox. Uh, Master Vile, like yeah. General Havoc. So all all the villains basically are here, though really only Zed, Rita, and Divatox get any screen time. You barely do notice that, yes, King Mondo is there. It's like they realized that- They rebuilt them. Yeah. Yep. The, the that blue like, uh, thing that absorbed like, Ninjor and the, the alien ranger powers is there too. It's so wild. <laughs> The only oh, yeah. uh, member of the Machine Empire who gets a spoken line is Queen Machina, who says one thing. Yeah. It's like they realized that they were the least interesting of their uh, established cast. I mean, uh, you're not wrong. I do like <laughs> their designs. Um, seeing all the mooks interact is good. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. No, I love any time mm-hmm. like, mooks get to hang out. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it makes sense for the Machine Empire to not show up much because you know they'd come to a party like this and refuse to associate with anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're probably yeah. not chatting also, up Also, I that assume much. that they're still using Crow from being blown up yes. by Sun Rita. Yeah. Yeah, weird that there's no animosity there. All the infighting is between uh, Rita Zed and, and, and Divatox. Lots of little bombs between friends. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's like it's like in Game of Thrones when they're at like the more powerful house's party. You have to be nice to each I'm, other while you're there. Cause... I'm angry that you mentioned Game of Thrones because now I'm just thinking of this situation, but the Red Wedding. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets I mean, this is kind of a, Yeah, this is the Red <laughs> Ranger wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kit... This is this is kind of getting ahead of it, but so so the the, the Andros mm-hmm. is here in disguise infiltrating this party, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, that's clearly the, Luke Skywalker. What are you talking about? The this is not a big shindig. This is this is uh, like three sets of villains and yes. various mooks. Is this and a then like, party? And then like yes, the, it's a key yes, party. Absolutely. What party? Okay, that's the vibe this place It's a key me. party, Michael. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh. Okay. Oh, um, God. I was going to say, it's three sets of villains, the one new villain, everybody's mooks, and then just some guy in a robe that nobody yeah. recognizes, and no one's like, hold on. So, so this, <laughs> is, like, this sort of loops... Brad? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to make some joke about everyone putting their keys in Portal's little hole thingy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> So in God. any case, this loops back around <laughs> to what I was I was thinking earlier, which is that I do remember this scene, and in my memory, this is a Moss Eisley Cantina scene. It's eighty different aliens all milling around. That is not what it actually is. No, like, listen, like Mike listen, just said, they pulled out they pulled out what costumes they had on hand, but they are right, not yeah. building anything for this. They they wanted this to be honestly, I, I feel like they could have pulled out some more like previous season monster costumes or something and really filled this place up, but they probably couldn't just they probably just couldn't get enough actors 
yeah. together and on be- the set for this. Because of that, what you said is a little bit of a problem. You have one guy that is clearly hiding his face in like yeah. a 12 person party. Cause here's the thing. Also, you you like, have the, you have the classic heist movie thing where a, a, a nobody fucking infiltrates like a high society shindig where everybody kind of knows each other, but not really like that's a bit feasible. Everyone in this room knows everybody else except but, for one new guy. <laughs> listen. Okay. It's like, it's an abstraction of the cantina scene. It's like how, when you go to like, you know, a town in Pokemon and there's two houses and the, and and a lab that's like Two an abstraction of what Palatown no, is, right? Like, so you're like that's you're saying it's a stage play where ten people represent a hundred. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, right. so basically, this is uh, an MMO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like you know, Limsa is not that big. <laughs> pa- when, when does the Power Rangers no sleep? Uh, uh, not well, not no sleep. I forgot what it's called. Is that like virtual theater thing. Um. I don't know where this joke went. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, not all the Moonkers here. No, we're that's, missing that's, Squat and Babu. That's true. Squat and Babu and Finster are not. No, here no, Finster is no, absolutely. Here. Oh, okay, my bad. Fin- Finster's chilling with his best friend Goldar. Good no, Rito. Oh no, I love Rito. Yeah, no Rito that's either. Sad. It's too bad. So listen, so I like think s- I think there's a rule that. Master Vile, Rita, and Rito cannot all be in the same place at the same time anymore. They'll all kill each other. Yeah. Um, the this, what I was gonna say though is is as Mike said, ima- try to imagine yourself at like a house party in college, uh, <laughs> where you know there's like ten okay, I'm people trying, there. But uh. <laughs> well, you know there's like ten people at a little party, and one person <laughs> will not show their face, like. That would take <laughs> that would take ten seconds for you to be like, excuse me, hello, hi, who the fuck to are you? To be fair, there's more people because there's like, I want to say like ten more, maybe twenty more of just mooks. Yes, that's true. So there like, there's mooks. a little bit more than that. There's also like yes. a few like random monsters. Honestly, if they right really wanted to sell this scene, have him disguise himself as a fucking tanga or something. That'd be good. Well. Not the Tenga, but he could disguise himself as like a piranha tro- something that like well, no, wears but, like, armor. Because <laughs> if he's described as a, as a Tenga, he's either like he walks in a fucking feathers on suit. himself or like skinned one of these bird boys. <laughs> uh, well, like Lexi mentioned earlier, that, like oh, he's he, that's Luke Skywalker, and I think that literally is what they're trying to do. Oh, they're yes, literally. No, no, like, there, there's no <laughs> way that we, they were unintentionally evoking retur- the opening of Return of the Jedi. Like yeah, it's very Java's palace. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're they're definitely doing that on purpose. Like that. Like they're definitely like okay, we can't make this too much like Star Wars or too much like Star Trek. What if we do a little bit of both? Yeah, because because the, so, the deck is basically the Enterprise. So That's I guess we absolutely yeah, also, also, need to start actually talking about the scene. Yeah, we're thirty but, minutes. In. Uh, this, but I will bef- say like, hold on. Sorry, Go ahead, Lexi. Lexi. I was just gonna say in rebuttal to Mike's uh, point about how obvious this guy is. Literally everyone who can really say something here is way too preoccupied with themselves to notice. True. That's yeah. true. True. So, true. So, so, yeah, and also, base- Diva Talks asks, who is that, about yeah, no. somebody in a scene. So they don't all know each other. Yeah, but she's not very bright, because, like, Rita and Zed <laughs> know who it is. Uh, so, yeah, basically this opens, there's this party... And Diva Talks is regaling uh, somebody, I don't remember who it is, 
Uh, with... I think she's just talking to off screen. Okay. Like whoever uh, she's talking to is invisible. Yeah, she is regaling some people with. Yeah, it's all her fact... friends off screen laughing too. <laughs> yeah, with the fact that she, in fact, has destroyed the Power Rangers and she's the best villain of all time. Uh, Rita and, and I mean, Zed. Technically, kind of. I mean, the Power Rangers didn't mm-hmm. die, but their powers and center are gone, so I guess that counts. Yeah, but like Rita and Zed have managed to pull that yeah. off too. Like, it's not like this is unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least when Rhea, when Rhea and Zed did it, they were like two seconds later, hey, Zeo Crystals. When this, right. it's like they had to go on an adventure to get Yeah, they had powers backup back. powers last time. Um, <laughs> so uh, Clearly, they, the, the flaw in Zordon's thinking was that he didn't have a backup of a backup of a backup of a backup. Right. And then I just remembered how part two ended, so I guess he did, actually. So never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. So Rita bumps into uh, Divatox. She turns around and says, ah, how wonderful to see you, Frida. She gets her name wrong. I'm going to guess on purpose because she just oh, a yeah, bitch absolutely. that way. Oh, yeah. No, uh, they are absolutely mean girls in each other this entire scene. They, they've interacted with each other before. If you remember, yes. she calls her at the beginning of Power Rangers and she calls her Rita. So, yeah, this is on purpose. I can't believe we never stumbled across this phrase in the entire time we did Turbo, but Divatox is that bitch. Oh, she is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love her. So she is like, oh, are you still fighting the Power Rangers? And uh, she's like, oh, no, see, I blew up the Power Rangers because I'm better than you. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, she, she goes, says, yeah, go Yeah, ahead. okay. Really, Frida, you need to get out of that dumpster sometimes. And it's like, you be you be in a dumpster for ten thousand years one time. Yes. And so then what, no one just what can't kills, forget it. What kills me about this is when this scene opens. It's on Zed and Rita talking also to somebody off screen, where Zed is making a joke about that's now dumpster. That's my wife. So they've already <laughs> gone to this well. <laughs> um, all I want to say is uh, my boy, the best character in Power Rangers, Algar, is there. I miss him. I love him. Well, well don't <laughs> worry. He d- I feel like shit just want him back. Do you know this, uh, uh, Fabi? Because she basically, be- or he basically becomes Astronema's henchman. So, oh, wait, yeah, really? This, I yeah, didn't this remember was, that. This was the fact that had me questioning whether I would come back. <laughs> is that Elgar is still around? Elgar's good. He I, sucks. I don't know if he's gonna be good in space, but he is very good. He in turbo. sucks so fucking much. I goddamn hate his guts. <laughs> you can't so see much. my face, but like my eyes lit up when you said that. I was like, well, hold up, hold on. Elgar sticking yeah. around? Hell yeah! Mike. God, Elgar respect zone. High five. I'm sorry, uh, only- no, go to hell. I will say, I don't think he does that much. I mostly remember that he stays around because Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle, kicks him in the face. Because that happens this season, if you guys That happens in three episodes. Yeah. What? Um, Really? We We have to do the next mutation bonus episode before that. We have to. You're right. I I thought we had more time. I would have thought so, too. But it's, it's right there in the previews on Netflix. That's really weird that it's that fast. Anyway, it's the fourth I mean, fucking we, episode of the season. Yeah, we okay. Uh, I'll I'll confess to Lister. We might not get to the new mutation episode before they the crossover, but, but we'll, we're gonna we'll do, do it. We're gonna do one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, hell, I, I I'll I'll do it on my own if I have to. <laughs> uh, so so uh, Divatox is super excited that she's destroyed the Power Rangers. 
she throws some shade and says, well, someone had to. And Rita is uh, very frustrated at her. Um, and she walks off. Um, and then Rita asks Zed, like, well, I mean, is that true? She could be lying. And Zed's, Zed, I love, he says, well, it is sort of the universal gossip. He's trying to be a good husband and not be like, yes, she definitely <laughs> did that. But he knows. Uh, and I think that's that's cute. Uh, I, I wish I wish like Rita be like whatever. Tommy wasn't even there. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Reference, reference it doesn't the fact count. That it wasn't her Rangers. Yeah, it wasn't. You know? Yeah, it was no, it wasn't people. the real Power Rangers. Just some substitutes. <laughs> yeah, this is um, the thing. Everybody Rita and said give a shit about her gone. <laughs> so, um, uh, at that point, Elgar uh, almost starts a, an international incident by making fun of Rita's hair. Uh, at which point, um, Rita tries to blast Divatox with her, uh, her staff, uh, but she misses and the lightning hits, uh, a cool metal fist hand. Yeah, it's some Darth Vader catching a laser bolt shit. Yeah, and we pan up and I remember Astronema being super badass and cool and listen, I think she's still a very good, cool character. Uh, the wig costs $3, and they got it at Party City. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Zach, you've got you've to know what we're dealing with at this point. It's Power Rangers. I know, here's I the, know. Here's the thing. They got the wig at Party City. Uh, I would like to speculate about where they got the rest of the outfit. Oh, a BDSM <laughs> club. This is some... <laughs> remember how in the Mario Brothers movie, they briefly go to like, like what's clearly a BDSM sex club? This is that type of outfit. And they meet Big Bertha, the bouncer at the Boom Boom Bar? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> um, Best character in the movie. The, yeah, the, hands down. Uh, yeah, her outfit is silver. It's silver and black, and she has a purple hair. It's a cool outfit. God, she's so cool. I, I do. I really like her. I like her gauntlets, especially. She has really big, like, uh, bracers, metal bracers. Uh, she's, like, and that- silent and, like, just kind of glaring at everyone the whole time. And, like, she keeps doing these, like, fucking almost alien head movements of just, like, Yes. What the fuck is your deal? Yeah, she's I, like you're compared to out, years of and like don't get me wrong, I fucking love Rita. Um, Machine Empire was cool, but after years of like really bombastic, uh, hammy over the top villains, it's such a tone shift. To it get is very like different. This. So, so that's she, the thing. Go ahead. She is more subdued, but here's here's kind of my thing. I I didn't know anything about in space before watching these episodes today. Like this is my first exposure to the this season and these and, and this character specifically. I thought Divatox was was horny in her design. Oh no, dude! <laughs> Holy shit, like, y'all! And like, oh, I, I know it keeps like, back to it, but she gets hornier once you learn her deal. Christ! Oh, Love should it. we say it or no? Or no, 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 no! Don't don't spoil it for me. But like, was is this part of them thinking it was the last season? It's like, well, I mean, they didn't fire us for diva talk, so we only get one season left to go. <laughs> I was also gonna say I like that she has heels, but they're like chunky heels because she's oh, you yeah. know got got a fight still. <laughs> so it's I mean, yeah, yeah, good that's good. Otherwise, heel. the actress would fall down. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I like her design a lot. She doesn't say much. Uh, I'll also take this time to mention the Quantrons, which are all around her. They're the mooks for this season. 
And uh, again, are not the Sentai mooks, which I don't know why they keep doing that. <laughs> it's just making more work I, for themselves, but, you know, I, whatever. That's fair, but also I really like the design. Oh, yeah, they're cool. These. And they got, like, yeah. um, they got, like, Klingon glaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was about to ask, what the hell is the Klingon weapon called? They're called Batleths. My wife is a Star Trek person, and she was watching this with me, and she was like, I like how that's- you're like... Zach, I like how you're like, oh no, 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 I can't let anyone think I know about Star Trek. That's a bridge too far. Listen, folks, I know, I know, I host a Power Rangers podcast, but I don't want y'all thinking I'm oh, no, some no, sort of on. nerd. I want to be clear. It's not that I, I like, don't want you to think I know that. I just don't. I don't know shit about Star Trek. My <laughs> wife was the one who was like, oh, that's just straight up a Batleth. That's the Klingon weapon, um, and it is. It's just that. Uh, their design is neat, though. Uh, they have kind of rocketeery helmets. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. You've you've been making her watch Power Rangers with you for five and a half years, and you haven't sat down <laughs> to watch Star Trek with her. Well, I watched Deep Space Nine with her, but that doesn't have that much Klingon stuff in it. It's got very limited. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Klingon stuff. Yeah, you gotta go to. Hey, you Marie, gotta go next. I know you're listening. R- remind me that we want to watch Deep Space Nine. It's good. I like. I like. Thank it. you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's not much Klingon. No, no. In there. Deep Space Nice is the nickname for Deep Space Nice for, for <laughs> Deep Space Sixty Nine. God damn it! Oh, God <laughs> That's a porn parody. Uh. So anyway, so anyway, she, we get the credits. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so yes, exactly. Uh. Oh, we do good find theme, out good ass theme song. I fucking love this theme song. Ron Rosserman yes, is back, it baby. It's pretty cool. It's so good. It's uh, real good. I also like that because we haven't properly, properly started the new season, it's still Diva Talks in the opening credits, and they yes. change it for part two. Yeah, that's neat. I, I also want to say uh, I do genuinely like the theme song. The In Space is hysterical. It's so funny. I love funny. it so much. It's I, I, the most I, ADR'd fucking thing ever. It's literally, it really, really feels like they they wrote the entire song, recorded it, <laughs> and then were like, wait, we don't say in space in the theme song. <laughs> Where can we put it in afterwards that has enough space? And so they just stuck it in there. Um, my favorite space, thing. I see what you did there. Yeah. My favorite thing is that the subtitles on Netflix for this. Yes. Uh, Fucked up. Who, no, no, it's yeah. not fucked up. I know what they were going for. Whoever it was wanted to draw little musical notes, but d- I guess didn't know the 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 uh, oh. fucking ASCII code. Yeah, for the for the notes. So they tried to draw it in weird punctuation. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're trying funny. to do. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, they're trying to indicate that it's being sung, but they did it a weird way. Also, a trade. <laughs> also, the trademark symbol is in there. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an A with the carrot, a trademark symbol, and then a little like raised A on the end. It it doesn't quite work, but I could tell what they were going for. Uh, we we'll get through this a little quick because we d- definitely uh have <laughs> dragged it out, but. I did There's a say, lot of downtime in this episode. It's I wanna, fine. Yeah, but I did want to say about the intro, we see the team in uniform, and this is the first season in which there is an out-of-Ranger suit uniform. They will do that I, a lot I, in I Power like Rangers. it a lot. Oh, yeah, they, I, like, I love it's them. It's really good. And they're, the, they're cool the girls look really cute. And like I like how they made the, the uniforms for the girls look a little... 
bit feminine, but not like they don't have mini skirts, you know, they're still wearing like pants and stuff. They just have shorter jackets and it looks really good. Yeah. It, it looks like, um, uh, you know, it's not as formal as like a Star Trek uniform, but it's definitely kind of a, it, it evokes a lot of different sci-fi shows. I, I like can't it. say formal as if Star Trek uniforms aren't pajamas. Well, but <laughs> they you were, know what? They're wearing one-piece jumpsuits, Zach. Fair point. Fair enough. All right. All right. You got me. Uh, I also wanted to say Bulk and Skull are still in the credits, and they will be in the series a little bit less. Thank but I do God. like that. But I do like that they've gone back to punk clothes. I appreciate that. It's been a while. Um, so we cut to this. Uh, uh, the the like mingling section of the party is done. Uh, Go ahead. No, I I wasn't gonna talk about the suits, but I guess I'll talk about it once we see the suits in action. Well, that's that'll be shortly because we're gonna see the Red Ranger, so yeah. we'll talk about it when yeah. we get there. Yeah. Um. So everyone sits down at table at this table to eat, and uh, I did want to say I think it's very funny that this table is like a foot apart uh, across. <laughs> It's a very it's this is this is a family Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. It, yes. <laughs> also, they're all on the same side, which I know is one for the shot, two in like canon, because we're gonna have like the big boss on the other side. But it's very funny to me. Imagine if you were like the leader of something and you sat everyone else on a long table yeah. all <laughs> staring at you sitting down and eating it's very Uh. funny because uh one of my one of the things i like is that like in power rangers especially with the red and zed and rita era um you would have occasionally them eating and it was always like "Ooh, we're eating gross food but they literally just have like plastic fruit all over the table. It's just like still life space. They also <laughs> yeah. mention I think Zed mentions like a weird food. He does. He says snake souffle. Yeah. My favorite. Um, snake souffle. Yeah. What, what, I had to go back and like check the the subtitles, but I had a hard time because the credits were on top of the subtitles yeah. and it was white on white. So but yeah, snake yeah, souffle. Yeah, let's just say the Netflix presentation leaves a little to be desired. <laughs> yeah. So Astronomer does scope oh, was- this Go ahead. Gonna Sorry. say, um, oh, I really like you mentioned astronomer sitting next right next to her is General Havoc, mm-hmm. and yeah. why isn't he sitting with his sister? But like, there's, that's what I thought. There's there's a scene earlier. Well, the, the scene earlier where astronomer catches the lightning bolt. Um, it, it you can actually catch General Havoc. Looks like he's about to approach his sister before the lightning bolt thing happens, and now he's just too embarrassed to say hi. <laughs> listen, listen, Astronomer's the big up and comer among the villains. I can't blame the guy for mm-hmm. wanting to, you know, get close. Maybe, maybe that's you know, it. He strike saw, up a bargain. He saw her do that and was like, "Fuck, I, I, fuck, I'm not gonna talk to my sister. I'm gonna talk to that lady, getting her yeah. good graces." <laughs> uh, maybe he just thinks she's hot. Who knows? Uh, that could so, be it. so she scopes the guy in the cloak, and and you see, her, she's like, "Oh, what's up with that?" And then Dark Specter shows up, who was mentioned at the end of the last <laughs> season. You know, um, I remember him being more intimidating and cool. He is literally... I a, remember him being Malagor. Yes, that's what yeah. I was going to say. He is literally a <laughs> repaint of the monster from the Turbo Isn't movie. Is it even a repaint? It looks the same. He's it's, purple it's instead of red. Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't tell. Uh, 
I just look like black and with with like orange or it's, red-ish it's, They cracks, didn't do but, much. Uh, um, yeah. I do like how Divatox does highlight that later. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she says he reminds me of my ex, which is a pretty good joke. Uh, <laughs> so he says, hey... He, he he basically reiterates, "Hey everybody, I'm the I'm the big evil man. Uh, you know, you all work for, for me. For realsies this time. I know we've had like a, an evil person in charge who gets usurped by right. another evil person in but, charge, but I promise I'm the last guy. I promise I'm at the top." <laughs> um, and he says, "I've captured Zordon. I'm draining him of his powers. We and see we Zordon see him, like, on his belt, and it's like." Yeah, I didn't notice that the first time I watched this episode, and I'm like, "That's that looks really funny." Just Zordon, Zordon to looks weird. I don't know if they've shown this. Seems like a new design, but I can't remember. It's been a while since we've seen him. So anyway, he's uh, being also, injected with like bonering juice. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I so in my memory, they didn't get Zordon until like. The last arc in this season. And I was like, oh, they finally captured Zoran. We need to go save him. And like, but no, they have him from the beginning. Yeah, the Rangers yeah, no, are this trying is to... The, yeah, no, this yeah. is like the big thing for the series is mm-hmm. they have Zordon and there's a ticking clock. And if they don't, if the Rangers don't find him and save him in time, he's fucking gone. Uh, let's remember this for whenever they have like twenty episodes of them like going to football games. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they really do set up a, uh, you know, in Dragon Ball Z where Frieza says the planet's gonna blow up in five minutes, and then there's twelve more mm-hmm. thirty-minute episodes. Yep. Uh, they really do that because he's like, oh, yeah, no. You never in a long form in a long form uh, storytelling never give a ticking clock. No, don't give unless a number gonna, at least. Unless yeah. it's fucking twenty four, where the entire thing is written around that. And I really wish there was a better example because fuck twenty four. But like, well, yes. Yeah. From a, don't from establish a, a clock. Yeah. <laughs> and don't establish that this whole thing is you telling your daughters the story about how you met their mom. Otherwise, <laughs> this yeah. is gonna be a real problem. The two problem. fucking golden rules of screenwriting. <laughs> So so he says, I'm draining his power, the lava is going to rise in his container, and then the power will be extinguished. I don't know if he means, like, morphing power exactly, but whatever. Um, Good power. I mean, no, Zach, I I mean, it's the power, you know, the one that's supposed to protect you always. Yeah, right. Uh, Wait, so whatever he said, may the power protect you always, was he just talking about himself? Yeah. Yes. Did that isn't that like the most Sauron thing? Yeah. yeah. So everyone toasts. Yeah, or, that's that's his fucking. That, that's his fucking live long and prosper equivalent is worship me. Yeah. Um. So he uh 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 Zed toasts the lava juice that they have. Everybody drinks it down, including the robots, which is funny, except for the mysterious figure in the cloak. Uh, and they're like, who are you? Zach, just, th- just, this is where we see Finster. He's drinking a Goldar. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, Thank God. Yes. Uh, Diva talks. Listen, I just, I just knew Zach didn't want to miss Finster from Power Rangers. It's important. Finster from Power Rangers. <laughs> we need to acknowledge him. Uh, Best so, meme in existence. So. Uh, next to everyone's other favorite character, uh, Poro. Yeah. Uh, and they're, you know, they have a sort of equivalent jobs. Anyway, uh, so, uh, Divatox says, what, are you too good to gr- drink with us? And Astronomer says, no, he's a spy. 
And uh, then this mysterious cloaked well, also figure. Also, in, in here is where uh, uh, Queen Machina gets her one line. Yes. Because it's, it's just that- the ladies that put it together. <laughs> Do you think yeah. the reason he didn't drink it was because he was in a Power Ranger helmet? And he was like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Shit just pour it on, on himself. I no assumed it was it. because it was lava and it would kill him, but that's Why also a good answer. Why didn't he just do the time-honored tradition of quickly throwing it over your shoulder and hoping nobody notices? Yeah. <laughs> it, hits a fucking, it hits a fucking cog and he just starts melting. Yeah. So, so this is very funny to me because at this point, he starts fighting the Quantrons uh, who try to surround him. And I don't really know how I would have handled... Havoc. Like, Havoc <laughs> yes. is the main one who gets up in his business. And I don't really know how I would have handled this, but, like, the second he throws a punch, you know it's a red Power Ranger. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, there's it's no extremely way. obvious. Yeah. Also, especially if it was just me, but he looked really silly jumping around the table. He didn't look, like, athletic or anything. He looked like he was trying not to step in anyone's food. Yeah, yeah so he was trying not to fall I mean, off the like, table we, or slip on the tablecloth. It's a really bad place to fight. We, we yeah. haven't really met this guy yet, and he's more fleshed out in the second episode. But he is kind of awkward. He's kind of an awkward, dorky guy. So yes. like, he's, he doesn't. His his like trait is that he's not good with people. So yeah. it, it's fine. Here's um, here's the thing. Here's the thing, folks. As we get through this episode, the next we're going to find that I'm. I'm not a fan of a lot of the aesthetics of the season, the robot, the weapons, the the suits, any of that, but I fucking love Anders' goofy-ass drill sword. The drill, drill sword saber. is cool. Yes. It's I love very it. Neat. He pulls it's so it out. Cool. It's, a, it's basically the blade blaster, except it's a drill. <laughs> it's a big drill. Drills are cool. Yeah, so. it's neat. I mean, and drills he, are just a big blade, but like curvy. And he also yeah. he also does that thing that they do in anime that I'm pretty sure is not real, where they hold it like they hold the sword like pointing back towards them. Oh, that, do you know that, what I mean? I think that's real. I it's a, think it's that's a, a type of it's a type of stance. I don't think it's used nearly as often as you see it in media. Right. Uh, uh, I know it's real because when I was about 16 years old in an anime convention, there was a thing where you could go and fight people, and you can choose different weapons and they were all foam and I always choose a big tower shield and a small blade that I held that way nice. so it's definitely real it's my combat style <laughs> I, I, um, I think I've purpose. seen like kung fu stuff where they've like used them that way Fair and, like, enough. Fair and enough. I think it's I think it's more useful with like a smaller sword but like yeah. it works it's not that big of a sword I'm pretty sure it's like a defense thing so you can parry but like also I don't know Fair enough so in any, in any case he's got this drill sword and fi- uh, he's fighting along the table, and then Goldar, my sweet boy, rips off his cloak, and it's a red Power Ranger. And uh, Goldar loves to strip red rangers. It's true. He loves to. It's true. He does. He does love to strip rangers a he, lot. He like explicitly loves that. And let's take a quick break. And I'm so f- peeved. He, before we go on break, I'm so peeved that Goldar doesn't get a spoken line. Yeah, it is a moment. It's a shame. Uh, let's but take okay, a quick yes. break, I miss and him. we'll talk. We'll talk about the suit. Books. They're for nerds, and yet there are some books that you really do need to experience, like Discworld. Here to do the whole reading part for you is The Discourse, half a reread podcast, and half an introduction to the series. Discworld veterans Holly and Julie join newbies Jess and Mark for a chronological read-through of the entire Discworld series, from The Color of Magic to Raising Steam. 
So join us for 30 years and 35 books worth of satire, magic, and funny hats. Alright, so, we got our ranger suit. Uh, it's ugly. I, I hate it. Yeah, I hate so, char- yeah, really? I hate... I hate... Uh, I think it's... it's my hate for the suits are three pronged. Um, first, Ooh, I hate the chest plate. I don't okay. like the colors. It looks weird and tacky. Two, I hate the gold like bean neckline. I don't think it okay. works good. And three, the white would normally not bother me, but the way the white is used and the company, uh, like. Comp- in accordance, a company accompaniment, uh, as with everything else, I think it looks bad. I'm okay with the weird, funky dome, though. I, so I like the helmets a lot. Uh, yes, I like the the helmets. They look kind of alieny, which is good for the the season. Yeah, I think I that makes sense. With the helmets, I, I, yeah, uh, I, think, I, I think the the helmets look a little bit like spacey helmets, which works for the season. But I, it also works really well for like the video gamey side of Mega Ranger, like. They both yeah. work pretty well. I, I personally I, like the suit, period. I think it's a cool suit. But uh, These are my mm. least favorite suits so far. I <laughs> I agree with Fabi. I'm not a fan. Thank you. Uh, I was I was the big turbo suit defender, so it's not like I'm against a suit having a lot of details on it. I love the turbo suit, yeah. But for some reason, this just, it's not doing it for me. I feel I feel like part of it is like there's like two visors, and like, like Fabi said, like in addition to the the base color and the white, there's a bunch of extra yellow, and then the multicolors on the chest. It's just and the, and the huge fucking belt buckle V thing. Like I don't know it. It yeah, I just it's not working for me. I hate. Lexi, what do you think? I hate the turbo suits. I'm very indifferent to these. Like they're definitely not my favorite suits by any means. But I can't really work up any strong feelings about them one way or the other. So I will say this. I agree about the yellow uh, around the neck. I think that's a bad call. It should probably be white. Usually I, I think you, you I want your... I didn't even notice it until you brought it up. Uh, well, I just think... <laughs> Fabby Fashion Corner. Do, 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 I just do, think do, do, usually do. you've got, for the, the Rangers, you have like the white and the primary color and then like some other accent usually. And I don't love the, the extra yellow. I will argue... Uh, well, not argue, but I'll differ. <laughs> I think the five squares representing the rest of the team is cool on the chest. Um, the problem is, I think it doesn't meld with the rest of the suit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of... I feel the, like the idea of that is great, but yeah, the execution but, is... Yeah. yeah, the execution feels very slapdash. It feels like they, they had the idea it and then just taped. threw something on there. They didn't bother mm-hmm. to try and make it work with the rest of the design i'd have to actually like edit something together to really be sure but my gut reaction is that a better way to do that would have been to put all that all those colors on the belt buckle yeah that'd be neat yeah then it wouldn't be so weirdly distracting in any case uh nobody's favorite but uh uh you know whatever i like do like the helmets i think the helmets are good helmets good i like Um, helmet i guess i like the most of everyone and me cassie both really like them but i don't know if i'm not my favorite but i mean i like them well there you go i like them more than Uh, the zeo suits so uh so at this point uh 
what does he say here, Mike? Because like you said, for in, in chat, for some reason, there's no, uh, they don't, uh, they don't subtitle for some reason. He says galaxy glider hang 10. And then this CGI, the fucking boogie board from the Sonic OVA swoops in. So, one thing I want to say about Mega Ranger here is that these are cyber sliders, and it's supposed to be like surfing on the web, and that's fucking awesome. That's very funny. <laughs> uh, in, in Power Rangers, he uses it to take off like fucking Norin Red. It's like, great. No, I love Mike, it. Mike, uh, all I'll say is the Silver Surfer comparison gets more apt later. Mike, it's very funny that you said they're the from the Sonic OVA because it is a Sonic thing. But it's the weird gravity boards from those stupid racing games. That's what it is. Those games aren't as I mean, bad. those, those uh, people really awesome racing games where yeah. the gameplay is bad, but Mike, the characters are cool looking. Mike, no, no, you're not on Eidolon. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> no, I, no, listen, I genuinely love the aesthetic of the, of the Sonic Riders games. They're, yeah. They look it's fine. Just, it's just, they it just, just are bad. stinks that the games are bad. Which yeah. really is, is, is modern Sonic that's, in a nutshell. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the Sonic conundrum, right? The, like, the, sh- go ahead. the thing, I, so, sorry, Sonic Riders thing. I'm so mad because ever since Sonic got on a snowboard, I'd wanted like a, a Sonic riding a board game. And there's so many games they could have just, they could have just made like like cool borders or whatever the hell. Yeah, why I didn't they I make ten? What... Yeah, why didn't they make ten eighty? But Sonic. Yeah, exactly. But they had to make this weird system where you had to get air and crap, and it's like fuck off. <laughs> God, I I would kill for a fucking weird Sonic fucking spiritual successor to SSX. <laughs> or it's it's just snowboard kids, but it's Sonic. I mean. We can just right keep there. naming like PlayStation One era. Snowboard <laughs> games. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, so the shot of him taking off, uh, I must mention, is hysterical because it's <laughs> it's it's just his waist up with all the monsters in the background, and he just slides left <laughs> off God. screen. There are few things that bring me quite the same joy as early aughts, late. Well, this is late nineties, but you know that era of CGI. Yes. Like she oh, oh, it's so beautiful. Uh the he, CGI he, he of swoops the board around the, the claws of fucking not Malagor. I forget this dude's real name. Um, Dark Spectre. Dark Spectre. Dark it's, Spectre. Like the, it's like the most generic name ever. You should be able to remember that. It sounds, <laughs> like, it sounds like a video. It sounds like a video game from twenty twelve. I was literally <laughs> I was literally saying, Lexi, that it sounds like the the bad guy from F Zero, I think. <laughs> uh the CG of him on the board in space there's this and then there's another one later it is horrible it's, it's so, so bad, bad. I, I love it, it. <laughs> and and like i'm listen we we sometimes in our our 2ds we have a worse special effect category it's not like power rangers is new to that but up till this point, we haven't had that many CG bad effects. It's usually like a rotoscope or a bad practical effect. Uh, we, and we, is... we had trouble thinking of any exceptionally bad special effects in Turbo when we looked back. Yeah, but, I mean, they're all, all woof, pretty this bad. Board. But yeah, it looks really terrible. Uh, it's very funny, though, and that helps. Um, and honestly, like we were talking about at the beginning, I appreciate them just going for it despite knowing they didn't have the money, really. Um, so in any case, uh, Diva Talks basically asks, uh, he, he gets away 
and Divatox steps on Rita, who has been knocked over by the board, uh, and walks over her to talk to Dark Spectre, essentially saying, let me go after him. There's a, a pretty fun little back and forth where Rita pulls uh, Divatox down and says, no, let I love me these do two it. together. They're really fun. <laughs> Uh, then yeah, it's a, it's a it's a very great exchange. Like, let me, no, let me, no, let me, no, let me, and they keep calling each other sister, like just as an insult over and over again. And it's just it's it's we got a fucking super villainous cat fight in fucking Power Rangers, y'all. Uh, I, I, I love when Divatox where... rips her cape off and exposes her shoulders, which are very. Nice I was gonna movies. say the part where Divatox <laughs> stuffs an apple in Rita's mouth that and then takes her clothes good. off is weird, but okay, Power Rangers. <laughs> Um, in any case, uh, they fight over it for a while, and then Dark Spectre says, no, y- y'all shut up, you're idiots, uh, Astronema is gonna go do it. Um, so, yeah, the Astronema is gonna take the Dark Fortress and destroy the meddler. God, is there, uh, there are very few, um, like, bits in a kid's show that I enjoy quite, quite as much as, uh, two established incompetent boobs fighting over something and then losing out to a hyper-competent newbie. Yeah, it's good. Uh, also, Astronomer's teleport effect rules. It's very cool. She And, like, and the mooks are cool, too. That one. She shimmers pink and disappears. Um, I love that teleport effect. Yeah, it's neat. Uh, we see the spaceship again... The budget. Yeah, remember the space shuttle? Rem- remember the cliffhanger from, from last time? Here it is, six and a half minutes into this episode. Oh, yeah, it is weird that it takes six and a half minutes to get to the characters that you know about, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, TJ and the rest of the Rangers are looking at a at a wormhole, which doesn't really come up. It's just space dressing, I guess. I guess um, they yeah, I like it. how their shirts are just like half falling off. Like they, mm-hmm. they still look beat to all shit. Yeah, they were in That's a giant explosion. That's actually nice, because like, they, they, yeah. they desperately, like, last minute caught the space shuttle after the command center mm-hmm. fell apart. They're run ragged. Um, he asks, uh, TJ asks Alpha to long, how long till they get to Eltar, uh, and uh, and he says, Eltar is... And we basically get the little subplot for this episode, which is that Alpha's uh, speech center has been fried. Uh, I, which I is, actually really like this whole speech center thing, because... On the one hand, it is very obviously just an excuse for them to drop the annoying accent that Alpha 6 had, which, thank God. Um, But two, it actually creates, uh, through this two-parter, it creates an actually pretty smart excuse in the narrative for Alpha not to just tell everyone what's going on, even though he knows the entire time. Yeah, it it is nice. We're going to get to it here in a minute, um, but this next bit of the show is a weirdly long and... Um, I guess thought out uh, mood piece where like they just spend some yes. time establishing tone and letting you kind of discover what's going on with the Rangers and it's something the show's never really done before and Mike's right that yeah. if Alpha could speak it would be completely contrived but without him right. there yeah. like it's allowed to happen organically. This is actually, and like I know, we have too much of a tendency to overpraise the show when it when it is less incompetent than usual. But this episode, and I I would argue the second part as well, but this episode is really well paced in that the 
basically basically the first third of the show is this big set piece where all the old villains come back and we establish the new evil and it's on it's funny and it's exciting and it's and you get that bad special effects shot but it's fine whatever it's a it's in theory very cool and like it's script wise it's great it's solid and then from here on the show just really lets itself breathe and establish like the new yeah. way things are going to be and i really love it yeah. it, it, it it's nice i don't yeah. i don't know that i'd say it's especially like well-made television but it's something the show's never really done before and i really respect them for putting some effort into it 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 actually it's something to mention this season doesn't have a mentor and this episode is sort of a setup for that it's like no they got to figure it out like there's nobody there to just tell them exactly what's happening and and which as has yeah, always Wait, heavy quotes before. around that because nobody ever fucking told them what was actually happening. <laughs> right, that's true. But, uh, yeah. now, now, like I like I kind of uh, mentioned earlier, there is there is a lot of the characters like you know being smart about this and acting tactically and TJ taking charge and 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 all that good stuff. But for the most part, the characters are just kind of scrambling for this whole episode. Yeah, uh, so they get they they look out the uh, window. Sorry, Just one thing. I have one joke written down here that it's very funny. It's not that I need to say. Um, okay. Oh no, Alpha is speaking in tongues. He uh, hasn't got it. Well, no, he, he, he's, he he's, he's speaking with like an electronic like <laughs> voice box thing. Uh, he doesn't have. A, thank wait you. a second. I mean, I think he's thank speaking Ubby Dubby. Thank you very much. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Does does Alpha Six Ooh. have a tongue? Yes. No. Multiple. No. No. Yes. Do you see that neck is just full with tongues? Yeah, they, oh, they can't God. get out. All the way down. They can't get out. They can't do anything, but they're fucking there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I put, hate like, this. Body horror content warning on this. Holy Christ, I hate that. Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay. I've uh, spent what you too much anyway? time. Tongues I've spent too much time around Luke and I alone. <laughs> Mike, that's good incredibly joke, Mike. stupid. Thank you. Yeah, good joke. All right, so in any case, they see another ship out the window. They're going to run into it. And no, instead, they get sucked into it. And uh, the space shuttle attaches to the this ship almost, almost as though it was built to do that. Uh, Hold on. Uh, Jeffy, are you okay? No, I'm just laughing because of the sound effect of the slurping. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. It gets slurped up. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't want to miss... expecting it right <laughs> in my ears. <laughs> I don't want to miss that TJ does try to signal the other ship. He's like, hey, you're going to hit us. Uh, please yeah. move. Please slow down something, anything. And then just, yep, right up in there. So the sh- they wander around the ship for a while. Actually, hold on, and- Lexi. You you talked about wanting to edit a slurpy sound effect. The tractor beam shot kind of goes for uh, like half a minute. Are are you talking like a continuous slurping no, noise? No, when the thing when the like thing- someone getting to the end of a soda and like the straws <laughs> bubbling. I hadn't considered that. No, I meant when it was closing around them. But so mm, so I have written this down uh, when I listened to watch the episode, uh, which. It has a new light based on these conversations. I wrote, <laughs> this space shuttle Megasort sequence is like weirdly sensual. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it I is. I someone edited a long slurping noise, and then when it finally docks at a gulp. <laughs> oh, God. 
God damn no, it. Fabby, I um, quit. Fabby, I would say that that is kind of a hallmark of like space cinema is there the sensuality mm-hmm. of like space and of especially of machinery in space. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like it. So this show uh, can be also, cool. Also, I want to just derail everything here for a very brief uh, Lexi's fashion corner. Okay. Fashion corner. One of is Cassie the Pink Ranger. Yes. Okay. Yes. One of awesome Cassie's life. sleeves is like half off. Like it's just hanging on along the bottom. So like her entire shoulder is bare, and then the sleeve is just coming down. And that's a good fucking look. She should do that to the other sleeve. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. Um. So. So they they come in and they wander around and we've talked about it already, but they they really take a little time to let the tension build. They don't explain what's happening. They are wandering around this this empty spaceship. Every so yeah. often, so they get like um, cuts to shots of them from some sort of internal cameras. Yeah, there's a lot of like shots of a camera looking at Carlos specifically. And I don't know if that's like a writing choice or what, uh, but it's called like the Astro Mega Ship, and they're just wandering around an empty ship. No one's on it. No one like they got tractor beamed on, but there's no one around. Uh, they keep finding all these hints that like you know of like signs written in English and familiar looking star charts and stuff. And so it's like okay, clearly someone's here, but like what's what? I do want to say they know it's called the Astro Mega Ship because there's a really big plaque that says Astro Mega Ship, and that's very yeah, that's funny pretty to funny. me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. also like when they, um, go ahead, Lexi. Um, no, I was just gonna say I think the Enterprise says fucking Enterprise all over the place. Like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it, it's just funny that they're like, where are we? And Listen, then it's like, a oh, spaceship is okay. bound to get people with amnesia <laughs> or people pulled out of time or other, you know, people suddenly appearing there. You got to make sure they know where the fuck they are. Right. I think I already mentioned it. I really like the ship. I like the look of it. It's very low rent Enterprise in a way I really enjoy. It's cool. Yeah. It's no, I, a lot yeah. of the spaceship aesthetics in this, like, we'll get to it more with the um, chase scene in a little bit, but it's all very, like, low-budget 70s, intentional, mm-hmm. like, late 70s, early 80s, intentionally trying to rip off Star Wars sci-fi yeah. in a way, which is an aesthetic I am a huge fan of, like, the fucking sci-fi B-movies of yesteryear. I like how, because so much of this episode, and honestly the next, take place with the Rangers, like, running around in the belly of this ship, that you get a good sense of the geography of the place in a way that you never did with the command center. Yeah, that's true. We eventually find uh, a, a room where they uh, they think it might uh, be the... We see the camera's perspective. And yes. It says DECA at the bottom. Yep. And DECA, yeah. It scans, it scans Carlos that he's not a Quantron, so that's good. Yes, it does say, <laughs> he does say, say he's oh, negative man. for Ominously, Quantron. the others have not been scanned. <laughs> Do we have some fucking, uh, what the fuck Cylon is the Battlestar shit. Galactica Pink thing? Pink us. Silence. Silence. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I went. I went for Among Us. So I was like, "Oh yeah, pink is us." God. Uh, <laughs> so, starts like stabbing people on the ship or something. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of someone uh, in the group being suspicious, Alpha, who, who again cannot like speak uh, uh, understandable words at the moment, 
is just running around and making noises and shaking and like pointing at the black box now, that he recovered from the demolished command center. To be fair, yes. that's just what Alpha always does. So far, this is business as <laughs> usual for him. <laughs> they find a room that uh, they, they suspect is the engine room. There's a big machine in the center of it, and they can't figure out what it's for. Uh, they, they say, we're pretty sure that, you know, this is the ship's abandoned, but like it's running. So what's going on? They keep looking around. Um, they finally come to what looks like a, a, a kind of like a, a command center type room. It's got maps, star charts, and a I like machine. Carlos, like like tentatively like groping the map thing that's on glass, as if he doesn't know what glass is. Well, I think it's a. This is a strange thing. Is this solid or is it you know like? Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, Frilly knows it's a weird technology. hologram. Yeah, Ashley finds a machine called the Synthetron, uh, which is just the replicator from yeah. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she pushes a couple buttons on it, makes a coffee, and then declares, "This she makes can two make two sandwiches and a, sorry, two coffees and a sandwich." Yes, and she says. This can make any food you want. And I'm like, how do you know it doesn't just always make coffee and sandwich? <laughs> but okay. Also, this implies that a what looks like a shitty gas station coffee and a crappy sandwich is that the food she wants. Yeah, right, like yeah. it's like in a to go like like cup type thing. And it's like, why is well, it the like, in, is, like the sandwich is just in a plate? <laughs> But my favorite part about this scene is then Carlos sees food, which appears to be spaghetti, with a garnish of some purple flour, and picks it up, and he's like, ah, oh, it's still warm. And that implies so many things <laughs> yeah, about yeah, what was yeah, happening. I was going to bring this up. Okay. What this, what this implies, because, you know, again, spoiler warning, the, the person who was eating this meal and is on this ship is the Red Ranger from the scene before. That implies that our timeline <laughs> of events is he's getting ready to go to this evil dinner, and then he's like, well, they're going to have bad guy food, and I don't want to get hungry at the evil dinner. I better eat right yeah. before I go. And it's so he a- makes this meal. He gets halfway through it. He's like, oh, shit, I'm out of time. I got to go. And then he bails. And then immediately after he bails, his ship, like, wanders off on its own and then abducts the other ragers. And then they come in and see his half-eaten food still warm. Like, like, yeah, like how long ago must have that been if it's still warm? That's like, wow. Because like- it's not like – because the thing is – Often when that happens in a movie, it's like, oh, they were abducted in the middle of their dinner or like something happened and they had to run away. He planned to go infiltrate. Like, it's not like he didn't but then know he, made he was some spaghetti go and that. was like, oh, shit, fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he shoveled in as much as he could into his mouth and then ran out the door. <laughs> he, can't, he, uh, he can't wait to can get away that spaghetti. I, can I do a small diatribe? Yeah. That, uh, so world hunger is saved, right? Because they just found yeah. a machine that can make any food. So that, like, that is the premise of Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So by next season, we should not see any anyone starving or anyone needing money for food. The, the, the exactly. Power Rangers, being the good people, they're gonna share this technology with everyone, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> you, right? you think Andros is gonna let the Rangers give this technology to the humans on Earth? That fucking backwater ass hillbilly planet? No. Listen, there's a reason. Is Andros racist? Let's yes. Uh, let's just let's <laughs> just say there's a reason why they immediately cut to a lost galaxy after this. Right. Yeah. So in any case, that, um, you know what? That's fair. Uh, they find the ship's bridge, uh, and they're poking around, and, uh, 
you know, trying to figure out like, where is everyone? Uh, Alpha starts messing with some of the controls since, you know, he's just, he just can't talk, but that doesn't mean he is dumb now. Um, TJ is like, do you know how you're, how to work these? And, and, uh, Alpha just says some gibberish to him and keeps pushing buttons. Like, why is he asking him anything? <laughs> right. Uh, out the ship's window there, they see Jupiter and Zach, they're just like, Zach, go ahead. Ships don't have windows. It's the viewport. Viewport. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Man, somebody showed me a diagram of the, uh, Enterprise the other day that pointed out that the, way the chairs face is like at an angle uh to the actual front of the ship so they sit at like a 45 yep. degree angle and that fucked me right up i mean <laughs> I don't why? Like there's that. no windshield like you're not actually looking out the window like know, it doesn't fucking I know, matter but it's just it's just weird um so in any- here's 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 the thing so they're gonna tell us that this is a random alien planet they're, they're gonna get out and walk on later but like Zach said, this is just it's, footage it's, of Jupiter. It's, Jupiter. It is, like, yeah. it's just no, the red one spot. Of, yeah, uh, one of them asks, hey, what planet is that? And I'm like, are you fucking... It's Jupiter, you idiot. You've been, you're in high school. <laughs> you went to middle school. It's fucking Jupiter. You, you guys, know what Jupiter looks like. You guys for sure saw that episode of Magic School Bus. I know you did. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> um, I don't know if the so timeline I, adds up. I'll double check. Uh, so after this, we see a... The, the kind of main action sequence of this episode, which is Andros on his little scooter, uh, trying to lightsaber deflect blasts from the little Quantron, uh, starships. I love these little um, ships. I love them. Yeah. I They're love so them. They're so good. They're good. I yeah, want a model kit yeah. of these. I want to build these fuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want the, uh, miniatures. You know, I want, like, custom miniatures for, like, the X-Wing Star Wars miniature game. But of these. Yes. I want to the, play these. They're neat little ships. I like them. Uh, that said. So, so the, Zach, I, I do want to double back. Magic School Bus premiered in 94. So, yeah, they totally could have <laughs> seen it. Good, good. Very important. Thank you. Uh, the This sequence is, again, I understand they had a limited budget. Uh, Andros is flying through the Windows 95 screensaver that looks like hyperspace. Yeah. Uh, and, and also the, the concept of this is that his, uh, weapon gets blasted out of his hands. And so he is trying to escape them. Guess we'll never see because, the drill saber again. But <laughs> because it is space. You just see him crouch down as to indicate he is attempting to go faster, but like there's no. What's well, yeah for aerodynamics, Zach? <laughs> I have a very poor analysis of this. Uh-huh. Um, TJ has a better ass than Andrew, <laughs> um, and it, this is like this, we get a shot here, and I'm like, man. I miss our Red Ranger big himbo that, ass. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I was I was going to bring up that, like, you see him crouching on the surfboard, like, from behind the whole time. He's the, I don't know if this is actually Andres' actor or just whoever's in the suit, but, like, yeah, he is just sticking his ass out for the camera, like, mm-hmm. way, way out. But Fabi makes a very good point. Whoever has the best ass should be the Red Ranger. That should be the, that should be the <laughs> way it works. <laughs> yes. That's how leadership should be in any, in any context. So Andrews can't get away, and he turns around Leadership and pulls out, his, baboon rules. pulls out his. Pulls out his. Yes, 
He pulls out his Astro Blaster, yells dual mode, pulls it apart into two pistols, and it fucking explodes these <laughs> spaceships. It's very cool. I like that yeah. part. And I, and I guess he, he just, just shot them with saber. guns. I was wrong. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then he grabs the the drill saber, and then he does yeah, like it's just a, floating in space. He can just go get it. Then <laughs> he does like a fencing salute to nobody, and yeah, and sure. Then, I mean, it's a Power Rangers <laughs> thing. You want to fight, you do a pose. Yeah, and then he uh, says, "Time to get back to the ship," and then he's just at the at this Astro Mega ship. He's just there all of a sudden. You couldn't have just um, done that earlier. <laughs> Alpha starts talking uh, again. They run over to see what Alpha is talking about. And then uh, a Red Ranger that they don't know, it's Andros, walks onto the bridge. God, uh, I love his body language in this shot because he looks like uh, like an animal that's just been startled and is extremely yes. scared and just waiting to decide whether it's going to attack or run. Yeah, th- this isn't. I I love so. This is the most unintentionally hilarious thing. So so Andros, uh, he sees TJ and and Ashley kind of walking toward him, trying to be like, "Hey, hey, buddy, we need your help." And then he turns to his left and he sees Carlos and and Cassie also coming up the other way, and he he freaks out and just he starts he pushes a button to close one of the doors and starts running away. And yes, because so it's a sci-fi door, it goes top to bottom. And what happens is TJ runs at it and does a fucking Indiana Jones ass barrel roll to get under yum, the door. Yum, yum, yum. And then the camera, the camera, and listen, it's really cool and dramatic, and it rules that TJ can do that. But then the camera pans to the left, and we see Andros <laughs> run past another door that's just open. And Ashley runs out the door and meets TJ. And they both go like there's no TJ point closing that door, Andros. Or TJ doing his thing. <laughs> TJ did that it's, cool stuff for no reason. It's, re- it's really funny. It's really, really funny. Um, they're all chased. So, so I was gonna say real quick. This is a cool concept because we, the viewer, know that that's a good guy. The Rangers know that they're all on the same side, presumably because he's a Power Ranger, so they just know he's a good guy. But Andros doesn't know they're good guys. So it's an interesting little dynamic where, like, he's running away, assuming his ship is being invaded, um, but they're trying not to fight him. It's, it's kind of has social anxiety, so that doesn't help either. Yes. <laughs> Can I say the scene in particular and the scenes in the spaceship feel like from a different show? Absolutely. Like they, the way the, the frames, the way they're shot, the way the cameras are placed, which I assume are all due to these new sets, but like it feels Can like I tell a different you style of show. Something really yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. They are different. These are shot in 30 frames per second, and the rest of the sense. show is not. The That's scenes, an interesting choice. The scenes specifically on the mega ship are a higher frame rate than everything else in the show. I don't know why they did that. I'm huh. going to try to find out, but it's something that I saw multiple places when I was looking for like general trivia for the season. Yeah. Um. So I don't know why they did that. I, it might Maybe. be to more... To ape the Star Trek even more, or, or something like that. I'm not. I'm really not sure. Maybe, or um, maybe it's that they wanted to always film in 30 frames per second and could only make it work in the hyper controlled, 
like fluorescent light, super tight space indoors spaceship sets. It could also be just that they did just distinctly wanted it to have a different feel. Yeah, and it does like make it look different at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they corner him finally, and he st- he starts ninja fighting them. Uh, and they're just sort of trying to block him and, and continually telling him, like, we're on your side, we're trying to help, like, uh, we don't Alpha want to fight is you. getting increasingly frustrated that no one can understand what he's saying. Uh, he runs up and tries to get Andros's attention with his gibberish. Uh, yeah, they, they, the ship then gets blasted by, uh, an enemy ship, uh, the rangers, the unmorphed rangers all get like knocked around and fall down. And Andros uses the time to run out and lock the door behind him. Uh, then TJ tries to open it because he's a himbo. And he's like, I'm strong. I yeah. should be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. He just tries to open it with his bare arms. Uh, they're like, well, why would that red ranger attack uh, us? No, no, Fabi has bare arms. He doesn't. Yeah. Oh, it's, sorry, it's yes. me. Also, they could, <clears throat> the other doors on. are still open. We, they could just go slightly yes. to the left or <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they, they, they sort of discuss what we don't know what's happening, but we, we need to help him and, and figure out how to convince him that we're good guys. Yeah. Especially because, like, if this enemy ship that's attacking blows the ship up, we die too. So, you right. know, that's not good. Uh, Andros uh, gets to the bridge, sees that it's uh, a, a ship with like ram horns, and knows it's Astronema. Uh, we it's cut- got like a scorpion tail. Is is this yeah. is this supposed to be a chimera? I it's know, just that's a, a good question. I don't know if it is, but in, in a Sentai, it's just, it's just an enemy ship of the bad guys. So I don't know if that was yeah. Uh, the blast knocks the power out, and because earlier the rangers found the engine room, uh, they know where it is, and they go head there to try and help. Um, they uh, they figure out that the problem was that uh, a cable came loose, which is really a, a design flaw, I would say. <laughs> Astronomer being like a really, like... She because she she shoots them and they're going towards the planet and she's like stop shooting that was too easy I love like her. she's so horny <laughs> uh, Zach Zach you say it's a design flaw but I remember when Apple started making the power cables for their MacBooks magnetic so that if you like trip over it or something rather than breaking the cable which is a fire hazard it just disconnects and you can reconnect it and now that's the standard for most electronics or at least like laptops and stuff because but it's it's, safer. but it's a spaceship but it's a spaceship right which <laughs> you, you're not gonna kick the cable out no but if <laughs> like, no but as we can see it clearly gets jostled enough for damage to happen and you'd rather it break away and be plugged able to be plugged back in than break and start a fire in your engine room Fair yeah, I'm, enough. I'm with Lexi on this one. The fact that they're able to repair it so easily seems like that's a well-designed uh, plug there. Uh, fair enough. Well, they fix it, and uh, Andros... I do, is- do want to ask, so, so Andros uh, keeps talking to the ship AI named DECA, mm-hmm. uh, D-E-C-A. What does that stand for? I am not sure they give you an answer. Alpha stands for something, right? And we, I can't yeah, remember well, what it they is. They certainly don't give us an answer during this two-parter, but I, do we ever find out? I will look it up. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, it is... Nope. Unknown abbreviation. We never find out. Great! 
<laughs> but yeah, Decca is sort of another supporting character, kind of a uh, second alpha. Um, they uh, so so Andros realizes now because the power comes back on that they must have done it and they they were not lying to him. Uh, but it's unfortunately too late because they were heading towards the shit, uh, the, the planet and the gravitational pull is too strong for the engines and they crash, but though he's able to pull up enough for them to not all die. Is this our first, is our I, first behind shot of the ship? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Because yeah. the fact that the, the rear of the little nacelles on it are clearly fists is very funny to me. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it feels, and I like it that feels part. very uh, uh, Transformers toy. Yeah, there, there, yeah is, it does. there is something uh, I do want to emphasize just for the sake of the listener in case they're not watching along. Everything we've been talking about with the, the Rangers wandering around the ship, uh, the confrontation and chase with, uh, with Andros, this whole thing with the ship being under attack and the Rangers going and fi- fixing the engine, we all made it sound like it happened super, super quick. Uh, it's, it's actually way slower it's paced like than you expect. Yeah, this- this yeah. was done so that the episode of this this show you're listening to will not be three hours. But yes, yeah, we spent it is, an hour on the first five minutes of this episode, and then the rest were just blasting through. It's paced fairly leisurely, which leads to that sort of mystery of like what's going on here. It's Lexi, the rare you know case. why they're fists, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to turn into a mega. Okay. I just think it's very funny okay. how it's obviously just the toy. Like they didn't like. To make the Transformers comparison, the Transformers in the shows, typically you can't see that, that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, kind of hand-waved yeah. away. Whereas you get the toys, and it's like, well, okay, it kind of looks like the thing, but also I can totally see all the robot parts when it's in, you know, alternate mode. Yeah, when you have a transforming thing, whether it's Transformers or or Zords or what have you, I really like the in-between where it's like, okay, uh, Optimus Prime's chest is the windows like that's very clear uh and and it lets you remember that this is a, like a transforming thing but not every little bit is hanging off you know like i the, like i like that in the between. digimon toys There's a word were... for that do you uh, okay sorry I, I don't remember what it is but there's a word oh, okay. for the, the i think it's called kibble no the kibble, stuff like... kibble is the bits that come off the like extraneous bits Okay, that's not it then. But yeah, there's like a thing for like, oh, that's like, oh, there's the tire that there's a word for that. I don't remember what it is. And I'm sorry. That was really unhelpful for me to just say that. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> wait, no wait, 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 wait. You just, you just blew my mind. So kibbles are bits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Contrary to popular why, belief. Why do they call the dog food kibbles and pits? <laughs> Shouldn't it just be bits? It's so they can sell it to you more, ex- more expensive, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and you think it's got I play it. a character literally named Bear, 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 so like, <laughs> sometimes it happens. Um, uh, I, I, so go ahead, Lexi. The Digimon toys that transform from like one stage to another are really good for that, like repurposing things. Um, they did a re-release of a bunch of them. Well, I say re-release. It's like a new version of a bunch of them uh, within the last couple of years. And like the Anjouaman, uh it's basically just a big Gatomon head that pulls back and um, like the inside of it is designed to look like the little halo thing that goes around her head. But if you want to, oh, you neat. can just pull it up. So it looks like she's wearing a gi- giant oversized cat hoodie. <laughs> I like that. So they crash on this planet uh, and they all get out. Um, and uh, 
you know, they, well, I'm trying to, okay, that's right. So, sorry, first Andros goes to try and find them uh, while they're crashed. Yeah, he realizes, uh, well, his logic is a little shitty. He's like, wait, they fixed the ship. They must be good guys. It's like, well, or they just didn't want to die with you, Andros. <laughs> well, they were yelling at him that we're on your side. So I think he it's, was like, yeah, okay, it's a, sure. It's, yeah, I mean, really, it's a he decided to trust them finally thing, but. Yeah, um, they say they're from Earth. Uh, he or he asks who they are. He says they're from Earth. Uh, Decca says astronomer's ship is landing. Yeah, they specifically he runs tell. They specifically tell him they're Power Rangers, or at least they used to be. Yes, yes. Yeah, that part's important. Um, he runs off again. He kind of doesn't have time for them. Uh, and finally, they corner him in the uh, bridge, and they mention. Uh, Oh, oh, sorry. All the Quantrons teleport onto the surface of the planet and are about to try and invade the ship. TJ's like, we're Power Rangers. We were. We lost our powers, but we can help. Like, let us help you fight. Um, and we're going to try and save uh, Zordon on Eltar. And uh, he might as well have said his mom is Martha because that is the magic <laughs> word. Uh, and Andros turns around and- Save and, and- Zordon. Yeah, and, and I feel like we made this exact joke. My mom was named Sauron too. Did you really? <laughs> good, good joke. I, I feel like we've made this exact joke at some point. It was fucking awesome. Zordon. Although I will say, like in the subtitles, it has Andros say Zordon and uh, back at them, and he doesn't at all in the show. He doesn't. Where say Where did you that. hear he that name? Them. <laughs> I thought he like whispers it to himself. Like I couldn't like, hear it at all. Okay, I'm, I'm wearing headphones right now. I'm going to see if I hear it. I also have to mm-hmm. say, this is a kind of a minor point. It, it's not that big a deal. But given how off, how much they try usually to not show the big zipper, it's weird that they they shoot him exclusively from the back for this. Yeah, the zipper, so just the like, zipper and the um, latches for the helmet are both very visible in these scenes. Listen, yeah, because they usually try not do. to show <laughs> those, but yeah, whatever. It's and fine. yeah, he doesn't say it. I just, I just listen with headphones. And okay, no. all right, my bad. So, so yeah, he, but he does at this point sort of men- uh, uh, start to come around on them. Decca is telling him that all these decks are out of power, their weapons are down, etc. Uh, we, we get introduced these- to uh, properly introduced to what a Quantron is, and it's the Mooks from earlier. Yes. Um, the Quantrons are interesting because I didn't, you know, we, they're, they sort of look like the Piranatrons, which makes sense because Tron, uh, but they're silver, but they do move basically like the Piranatrons. They crouch the same way the Piranatrons do. Um, so anyway, they're heading over, uh, uh, Andros gets into the, the, the turbo lift there. Uh, and he tries to close the door, but they, the Rangers force their way in and he doesn't really try to stop them. Uh, he doesn't like say, come with me, but he doesn't try to stop them. Uh, and they all head out onto the, the surface of the planet and that's it. They just end. It's a very abrupt cliffhanger, which is kind of nice. I, I appreciate it. It gives you some, uh, some good sense of, of like, oh shit, what's next? Uh, and yeah, I like, uh, now, did this, did this do the thing where, cause it was premiere of a season, they both aired like one after the other. Yeah. That I think there's a, is like, a good question. Let me find out. 
So well, I feel like Pounder says that a lot. The fact that it just ends, I think, is part. It is that. Yeah, let me. It look just it ends up. in the middle of a shot, basically. Well, Actually, a- this just hit me. The starting the the starting two parter for In Space, the first half of it ends the same way as the first half of the ending two parter for Turbo. Yes, it, it ends does. with a it's shot true. of the Rangers just freeze framing on their way to go fight some mooks. Oh, that's really. Yep. Cool. I mean, that's a good place. That is to, true. I mean, if you're gonna cut mm-hmm. up an episode, that's where to do it. Honestly. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, they did not air them back to back. Uh, they were huh. they were in fact a week apart. So weird. Oh, so yeah, it, it definitely. Yeah. Feels no. This is very this is like when this is when Power Rangers was a Saturday from show. From one to the other. Yeah. This is when they weren't doing it every week. Every yeah. So I'm looking. I'm going through the episodes now. So from now on, uh, it's once a week as opposed to those big chunks that they were releasing them in, um, which is really interesting. Yeah, no, uh, listen, Saturday mornings, it was fucking Pepper and Recess and Power Rangers in space. Very good. But yeah, so this is, uh, that's the end of the first episode of In Space, and I really like it. I mean, listen... Uh, we mentioned it already that the production value is they they're doing their best. It's th- there's one thing I didn't mention because I was sort of trying to hustle, but the very hilariously bad matte painting of space on the windows inside the ship is like distractingly bad to where you're like trying to figure out what the problem is. <laughs> uh, but it's it you know they're I really admire that they were like. Well, shit. Oh well, we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, you can really uh, feel that the the budget is down, but the effort is up. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, like, they, it's not that they, yeah, they didn't have a lot of money, but they put in effort where they never did before. Like, they managed to do some competent scene work and like actually paid attention to the pacing of the plot and the writing rather than just, you know, making about 30 minutes of plot and stretching it into two 22 minute episodes. Yeah. So there's no citation here, but, but uh, on Ranger wiki, they claim and, you know, take it with a grain of salt that a significant portion of the budget was spent Simply on creating green screen space footage uh, for space travel and uh, shooting new uh, fight scenes with the space rangers, which needed to be tinted a different color for broadcast to create the appearance of the battles taking place on alien worlds. So I believe that, especially for 1998 uh, production. Yeah. So they they really were like, how do we make this look like space on a limited budget? I know, make it kind of greeny. I mean, like, that's a tried and true you know? method. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's, but but I think that said, I really like the the stuff on the ship that how how they like pace it out. I like how they make the Rangers figure it out for themselves. Um, we obviously don't know much about Andros yet, but it's a a pretty decent like mysterious character intro as opposed to the way they they've previously introduced mysterious rangers which is just like here's a guy well so i think i think something that's super interesting is the fact that in this case it's a like 
loner, mysterious hero character who they're intruding on his world. So yeah, they're the outsiders. Way. And so we get more time with him and get to understand his deal a little better. And also, like, they have to adapt to everything he's doing rather than just having him show up in a familiar setting for us and then just immediately integrated. Like, they're the ones who have to integrate and this time, which gives them a chance to sort of flesh out the character more, I feel. Right. It all, it's also a good mark for TJ because he is immediately, like, like take kind of take charge in, in terms of, like, we want to help you. We're not, like, a passive, you know, stowaways. Like, we're, we are here to assist, uh, even though we don't know what's going on, which I think is a, a good what, little character bit. What I like about it is... It it does the thing that they always have to do with the the new ranger where it shows them doing something cool like he infiltrates the you know the fucking villain dinner and, and escapes the cool. spaceships and showing say what air quotes around cool there but air quotes cool but usually the way they do it is they have the rangers either get clowned on by the new ranger a la Tommy or they have the new ra- or they have the old rangers like get clowned on by a villain and then the new ranger shows up and then just does a super move that they won't have when they join the team. <laughs> Uh, and no. just fucking shreks the yeah. the the monster, and that doesn't happen this time. They get to show off like why we should be interested in the new guy without like diminishing the old team because the old team also gets to shine a lot in this two parter. Yeah. Um. Now here's something I didn't think about uh, earlier, and we have a couple minutes because I don't have a. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll real quick say. I don't have any questions, probably because we haven't solicited them for about a month since we had a little break. But if you have questions, send them to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Uh, and Teens with Toot at gmail.com is our email address. Folks, uh, if you have any questions about... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and folks, I'm planning to be back on more episodes. So if you've got Canada questions, send them in. If you've been <laughs> yes, sitting on those things for a year... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, perfect. I forgot um, about those. <laughs> but yeah, uh, send us your questions. They can be about in space, Power Rangers. They can be about space. I don't know shit about physics, but I can try. Uh, but anyway, what I was going to say is uh, we have a couple minutes here. I just realized what is Andros attempting to learn by by uh, spying? Like what what the hell the, what information? The, what the plan is and where they're taking Zordon. But yeah. he doesn't say like the, that. The, the 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 villain straight up says, "I've I've taken uh, Zordon back to uh, where did they say they go?" No, he doesn't. He just says, "I have Zordon." He says oh, he's gonna. Wait, he yeah. says he's gonna suck out his powers or something, and blah blah blah. And then when Andros runs away, he says, "Quick, he learned of my plans." So what, what was what was the name of the planet that the dinner was on? This this Sumerian Cer- planet. Cerulean. Sumerian. No, Sumerian's a real thing. I think it's Cerulean. No, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it's the Sumerian planet because it's, it's yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, well, the Sumerian planet, uh, he learns that Zordon's not on the Sumerian planet, which is also new information to the other rangers when he tells them that. So, well, Gar, I guess so. Well, yeah, it's a well, little. To- so the other rangers are going to Altar to find Zordon, but apparently he's not there. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, well, I don't. Because- yeah, I don't know if they know he was captured. Well, they, so let's yeah, that's true. They, know. they did know he was captured, but they thought he was uh, at Eltar. So this is new information. That's a fair point. I forgot that. Because um, origi- like 
I was thinking about it and I was like, what, he learned the plan that they have Zordon? I think they knew that already, but okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's a cool episode. I'm, I'm excited to see the next part and like, I don't know, I'm excited. I, I watched in space, but like, I don't remember it that much, so... I've yeah. never seen in space, so I'm really cool. excited. I remember a whole bunch of like random bits about the plot beats. Um and I remember certain episodes pretty well. Like there's an episode where Zach comes back. No or Adam. Yeah. It's one of the Black Rangers. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's Adam. no. It I remember the Adam episode very vividly. Uh I can't wait to get to it. Um I like I said, I remember good chunks of the plot. I remember specific scenes. I remember the Psycho Rangers. Um, but like... Oh, this is yeah. the Psycho Ranger season? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Is, well, the Psycho Ranger season is a couple of seasons. Yeah, it's, they, it's over. They start the, it's this here. one and the next yeah. one. Yeah, um, they, but they start here, yes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't remember the, like, all the fine details. I don't remember how the show actually is. I, I know there's a lot about it I like, but I'm really excited to see if the whole thing holds up as well as I remember it. All right. Well, I'm excited. Uh, and I remember, I know, I'm excited to see, because I remember be as a kid being like, whoa, Silver Ranger, because, uh, surprise, there's a Silver Ranger. Uh, and then I think even as a little kid, I thought he was a big ding dong. Uh, but I don't know if my opinion will stay the same. So I we'll see. Same. I oh my so. God. I just remember he existed. Zach, I yeah. do think he's a bit of a fuck boy, if I'm remembering correctly. He, His I name recall, is Zane. Of course he is. It's Zane with an H. Z-H-A-N-E, which is a lot. Also, um, I kind of had a crush but, on him. Oh, Yeah, I, I mean, can see that. That's fine. That's I, cute. I, I had no idea you know? at the time, but like looking back on it, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. I just, I have uh, a lot of those, yeah. So, yeah, uh, come back next week and we're going to talk about more in space. And I'm really excited to, to see where it goes. So uh, let's see. And it, yeah. Uh, what's, what's up? Emily. Mm hmm. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, you can s- get me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. And I just started up a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash this is emerald on there. I'll be posting my art about a week early than any of my public feeds. So if you, you know, want to support me and see cool art, you can do that. I'm pro- I'm also planning on doing other stuff on there, like comics. And I might start a new podcast with Cassie that will go up there first. Ooh, um, podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And also, you can catch um, me and Cassie streaming on twitch.tv slash verisimilitude. Wait, you guys stream on there, too? Rituals. (laughs) Yeah, well, listen, um, it's hard. I will never break VTuber (laughs) kayfabe. (laughs) (laughs) Verisimilitude right, Rituals. Like, I was corrected, by the way. It's always a work with Lexi. It's, twi- it's twitch.tv slash Verisimilitude Rituals. There you go. Uh, Fabby, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, you can, like always, find me on Twitter at Fabby underscore Garza. And if you had never uh, subscribed to 
let's seal a podcast uh, or you decide to stop subscribing because we haven't uploaded uh, podcast episodes for over a year, uh, maybe uh, subscribe back up, especially if you like uh, Transformers Animated or the idea of me doing a podcast with two of my girlfriends. I um, need to check that you out. Should keep I, an eye I love that. Transformers Animated. Yeah. It hasn't been up at the time of recording, but uh, we recorded the first episode last weekend, and it was really fun, and I liked it. There you go. Uh, Mike, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, Eidolon Playtest. Fucking listen to it. It's really good. I'm extremely yeah. proud of the work we've been doing. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Eidolon Playtest here on Audio Entropy and anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, it's uh, at Eidolon Playtest on Twitter, patreon.com slash Eidolon Playtest. Give us your fucking money for some cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's really good. It, it's really, really good. I'm I'm super... Uh, glad with what we're doing, and things are really coming to a head. So, all right. And Lexi, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I'd also like to plug Idolon Playtest because I'm on the other show <laughs> than Mike and Fabby. Um, there's it's two it's two separate stories that are maybe a little more connected than you would have thought at the beginning. Um, I play everyone's favorite character, Chili the Fox. Um, probably heard of me. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, if you oh, do you mean the chili the fox, the yeah. chili yeah, the yeah. fox. <laughs> yeah, I believe her um, full legal name is Frito Chili Pie. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that has never come up on the show. That's purely a Twitter joke. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you like, uh. When I'm on podcasts, but don't want to hear me talk as much, uh, me and my partner do an occasional podcast where they t- teach me about Warcraft lore. Uh, it's called Lore and Order, and it's just on SoundCloud. I'll try to get a... Well, fuck, my Twitter is not public. Um, Just search SoundCloud for Lore and Order. You'll probably find it. I don't know. If you shoot <laughs> me a link, I'll put it on the TWA Twitter. Yeah. I, I actually tried to find it the other day, and I, I couldn't. Yeah, I do need to. I do need to make a new pin tweet with that in for people who do follow me. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it up for 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 people too if you want to send but, send yeah, that to me. I've been sitting on a bunch of footage that someday I'll get around to editing of uh, me actually playing World of Warcraft. We finally gotten to that point. It's so cool! I can't wait to see that. Um. So yeah, at some point that'll be on YouTube. All right. Cool. Uh, and then for me, you could just follow me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla. Uh, I just talk about random crap. And other than that, listen to this podcast. I'm excited to be back. It was nice to have a little bit of a break, but we're back and it's time to go to space. And I'm very excited. Uh, so until space so until next week i promised the portal 2 thing at the beginning and i had to deliver Um, you know you did a great Mm -hmm. great job uh mike's uh mike's eric eric if you could figure out how to do auto-tune easily and quickly can you put a little of that on mike's mike's thing there so it's more (laughs) accurate can you make it like a remake i need i need to i need to give him some uh more to work with space perfect So, four teenagers with attitude in space. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. Uh, I've been Emily. Oh, no. (laughs) I've been Fanny. I was like, I'm not going to go until Emily goes. Uh, Because that's what the order says. I'm so fucking happy. It's so good to be back, guys. 
We miss you. And may the power protect you always. In space. In space. In no space. No one can hear you scream. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Time.